the Thought Code Diary podcast, we unwrap our life's experiences and present them just as they are. I'm your host, Wanjiko Mwaura. I would like to start by conveying my apologies for being away and not having any postings in a while. I went through a setback um, and experienced a loss. Um, I took time to simmer in that and I still am. Maybe someday I'll be able to talk about it. But I'm happy to be back on this space again and hope to continue on this journey with you guys. Now, today I want to talk about something um, rather close to my heart. And I, I, I gave this a topic of you are enough, I am enough. I mean, we are all well enough. So um, this, this, this is something that has bothered me for a while, actually, uh, for most part of my life, if I may say so. You know that thing that always creeps up on you when sometimes you least expect it and, and then you begin to question yourself, you begin to wonder about your existence, you begin to wonder and actually question your abilities and capabilities. That thing that makes you begin to question your self-worth. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing I'm talking about. That's the thing I want to talk about. Um, the thing that makes your mind go into some musical chair dance where you're not sure whether you'll earn yourself a place or a seat or whether you're going to be out any time. Let's talk about that thing. Now, um... For everyone that's listening on to my voice and hearing my words, first of all, before I continue, I just want to say to you that no matter the heights, no matter the deeps or the depths, you are enough. I am enough. And if you're a Christian, know that you are complete in him. Now, I may ask, what breeds these feelings of inadequacy, you know? And, and I have a few thoughts. I went, I tried to read more and, and think about it. And um, I thought maybe one, when we set, when we, when we go about setting very high expectations for ourselves and don't get there, eventually we start feeling inadequate. When we don't acquire or achieve a certain level of standard or status as expected by others, you know, it's expected of us by others, that breeds feelings of inadequacy. Um, depending on the kind of childhood also that one uh, has, like if you had um, overly critical parents, this can affect how you view yourself. Again, breed feelings of inadequacy. Four is mental health conditions such as depression, anxiety, and even post-traumatic stress can also contribute in feelings of inadequacy, always feeling short. No matter what you do, you're always feeling short. Another one is even as adults, as parents, sometimes 
feelings of inadequacy come in when we can't meet certain obligations or provide financially, provide emotionally, or provide physically for our families, for our children. I also found that you can also feel inadequate because of physical outlook, meaning your body size, maybe height, um, which most times we've let society define the expected and accepted looks, weight, and so on. This definitely breeds feelings of inadequacy. Also in relationships, um, a partner can make one feel so inadequate as though they're not enough, you know, because maybe at every turn, there's a lot of criticism flying around, you know, coupled with a lot of comparison, which most times means nothing, but just keeps um, breeding a lot of emptiness. I could go on and on and on about uh, feelings of inadequacy because this is, I find this to be a very broad um, area of discussion, a broad topic. And so as I was thinking more on this, I thought maybe to some extent, this is a huge contributing factor to depression because this can get you into a spiraling effect on how you think you are. And so then you start to minus and add on your abilities. And most times all you do or all you have are just minuses. Most times that's all you see. When you start feeling inadequate or you're experiencing these feelings of inadequacy, 95% of the time of that particular time you're doubting yourself. You could be having um, the correct solutions to a problem, but because you don't trust yourself, because you don't trust that you know, that you don't trust your right, you will not speak up. And so you develop tendencies where you're always selling yourself short. You know, you're always letting chances and good ones at that pass you over. You're always just letting opportunities just go by, you know, without immersing yourself in there. When you're also uh, feeling inadequate, accepting praise or compliments from others, it becomes such a, a difficult thing because you wonder, mm, really, really, can I be that good? You know, you wonder, am I that beautiful? This person keeps saying you're beautiful. I go there, meet somebody else who says you're so beautiful. And then because you have self-doubt, because you're always feeling inadequate, you wonder, really, am I that beautiful? Or are these guys just, um, you know, playing mind tricks on me? You know, you, you, you really, you, you just keep questioning, you know, can I really solve uh, such a problem, anything that is presented to you, you you doubt. Can am I capable? Can I really solve that problem? I remember even before I set up um, this podcast, I really struggled personally. I struggled with self doubt. I struggled with feeling inadequate, like throughout. You know, I was I would wonder, and 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 I still do sometimes. You know, wonder will I have good contact to talk about? Will I? you know, develop content that will um, um, attract people, that will make people want to listen more and more. You know, I would wonder, will people want to listen? Will I hold my head above water in the different seasons? Because these seasons do come. So I wonder, would I really, really hold myself 
up? Would I be able to keep my head above water? You know, I'll tell you guys, feeling inadequate, like you're not enough. It's there. It really, really is. It's real. And it happens to the best of us too. But one comforting thing that keeps me going is that knowing that I am created in the image and likeness of God first, it makes me more than capable of doing far more than I can ever imagine. Because again, I'm reminded that I can do all things through him who gives me strength. You know, that one is, that's comforting. And so I think recollecting self and getting to a calm place when you begin to feel inadequate is important. It is so important so that you can pick up whatever brick is still laying on the ground. You pick that up um, so that you can place it on top of the foundation, the good, beautiful foundation that you're creating. There are very many um, things that accompany feelings of inadequacy. Sometimes we feel like failures, you know, and you wonder what your self-worth is. And self-criticism becomes almost your cup of tea, trust me. And sometimes we feel like conforming. If we do what other people say or think we should do, um, or conforming to other people's ways and and or recommendations is the way to go. Just to fill that empty gap. But really, truly, no, it's not. It's not conforming to other what other people think of you. It's not. In fact, I read somewhere once when somebody said that do not let other people define you. Do not let other people tell you who you are. Instead, tell them who you are. So conforming to other people and what other people think you should be or should do really um, is not the solution. Again, on a personal level, I have struggled with the feeling of inadequacy. The feelings of inadequacy, I have struggled with those. Feeling that I am not good enough for certain things or good enough to be around people. You know, not good enough to do certain jobs that... Um, and I can tell you without a shadow of doubt, it's not a nice place to be at. Because while at this space, you don't work at building or creating something new and beautiful. Instead, what happens is you unknowingly um, and with so much effort, you seamlessly work at self-destructing. You know, you're always self-destructing at any little chance you get. See, thing is, um, feelings keep creeping on you, but what you do with that and what you adapt during such moments is what really counts. Even as a mom now, and as a wife too, I still do get these feelings, where I feel like I fall short um, as far as my family is concerned. Sometimes I ask myself, am I being a good mom? You know, am I being a good, diligent wife? Am I too strict with my children? Um, when I'm trying to discipline, you know, am I too strict? Um, am I a supportive wife? I ask myself, am I capable of holding the fort without falling apart? And, and so many other questions I keep asking. 
I'm sure that at some point in life, somebody out there, people out there have had such a season because these are seasons and they keep coming, they keep going. Over time, what I have learned is that, and I'm still learning by the way, is that these thoughts, um, these feelings, they need to be nipped at the bud because if they are left to take root in our lives, they will deform you. They will cripple you in ways unimaginable. Um, sometimes when I feel short and I get some nice warm hugs and lots of, I love you, ma'am, then that makes me know for sure that I must be doing something right by my children. You know, when my personal person does something special, it takes off another box in me that I'm not so off course, that I'm not as inadequate as I thought. You know, some things are an everyday struggle to overcome. I'll tell you something. Growing up, I used to be told I have very big arms. In fact, fat was the word that would be used. And, and over time, this affected how I dressed. You know, it, it, it affected um, the kind of clothing that I would choose. Um, I would not be caught dead wearing a short-sleeved clothing, no singlets for me because that made me believe that anything beautiful but short-sleeved was, was really not for me. But one beautiful thing I find is that I am winning that battle because I find I'm wearing more short sleeves, more than I, I ever did over the years um and i'm being okay with that regardless of what someone else says or thinks of my arms because they are mine you know um tell you what for a long time again i was a stay-at-home mom and damn those were the days when self-inadequacy would dress up for me and and <laughs> and put on a show um, coupled with a cutload of emotional baggage, half the time I would feel emotionally drained and even depressed. And even though my hubby would not see what the big deal was, I saw the big deal because of the expectations I had of myself. I had set certain expectations for myself. Some were so unrealistic. <laughs> but yeah, they were expectations, my expectations. You know, I would create a big deal out of it. I would package it so nicely, um, even wrap a ribbon around it and present it to him, only that he would not accept that gift, quote-unquote. What was happening here, guys, was that during those times, I failed to see uh, that my being home, I was doing an incredibly good and important job of raising our prematurely born twins. And today when I think about it, um, I don't think, I, I, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade that part of my life for anything. There, there, there still came a time when I felt inadequate since I hadn't finished campus, you know, because I had embarked on that journey it was my personal journey to enroll into campus and so at some point i felt inadequate because i hadn't finished campus so i went back to study and finish my degree course 
um, while still caring for my babies. So I was studying and still staying home, you know. Um, see what feelings of inadequacy do because they blind you to what's right in front of you. At that point, I failed to see that I got the chance to complete my degree course and still be close to my babies and be the mother that they needed me to be. You know, I overlooked all the advantages of that because I had some preconceived notion in my head that I was supposed to be in some organization, some corporate organization working um, to help meet ends, you know, to just help put some butter on the table. This was also bred by what was the norm, you know, what society expects of a graduate. You know, often um, you get into campus after campus, you graduate, the next stage is getting a good job. Um, I mean, and, and, and one that earns you some good money, you know. Uh, this is that beautiful picture that <laughs> most, if not all, carry around, you know, that that particular picture did not happen for me that way. And I'm grateful, really, I am. In fact, I remember some time back, I spoke to a friend after a very long time and as we were trying to catch up, <laughs> there was shock in, in, in their voice, you know, when they learned that I did not end up into in some corporate farm, you know. Um, even when that would have shaken me a little when I think about it and, and probably make me feel inadequate and less, Honestly, it didn't per se. That particular thing didn't make me feel like that because I've done a great job raising my four beautiful children. Um, joined in on the family business. I learned a few ropes here and there as far as entrepreneurship is concerned, as far as that goes, you know. And hey, guys, I started a podcast. Yeah. All these, all these things, they've been a part of my journey. And, and and growth, so to speak. So when even when I go through all this, I have become and I'm still choosing to be that person that is okay with being me, just as I am. You know, I tell myself that I am enough. I am adequate. You know, I am reminded that I am exactly where God wants me to be and strategically placed there for a great purpose. These two, these same, same words, I would like to say them to everyone out there. You are enough. So don't be afraid to step out there because of self-doubt and, and feeling inadequate. Remember that self-doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. So, um, guard yourself, guard your plans, your thoughts, and then go right ahead and boldly and actualize, you know, just be bold, go right ahead boldly and actualize your dreams because you're capable and you are enough. Stay tuned for more talk, guys, um, on self-adequacy because I feel this is a beautiful and strong topic to talk about. Write back to me and tell me what you would love to hear, even as I prepare to bring on a guest, an awesome guest at that, to shed more light on this.
So um, as I wind up, I would like to leave you with a beautiful quote that says, On the darkest days, when I feel inadequate, when I feel unworthy and unloved, I remember whose daughter and whose son I am, and I straighten my crown. Stay coded, guys. Thank you for tuning in and having a listen. Be sure to like and follow the Third Code Diary podcast through Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just so you don't miss out on new episodes, you can also shoot me an email on the Third Code Diary at gmail.com with any questions, add ons, comments, or topics you would like to hear discussed. Until next time. Stay coded.